Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Are you indivisible? Are you lonely? Don't you wish the world was simple again? Follow the pregnant virgin and join us because the Legion After Show starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Legion After Show. And much like the season three premiere of Legion, you tune in and you look and you go, who the hell are these people? This isn't the cast of the show. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Christian Blatt. Uh, perhaps you remember me from multiple fill-in stints during season two and the dozens of Marvel-related shows that I do. But we have an amazing panel. Uh, two out of three of my uh, co-hosts are here tonight, starting with Alexa. Say hello. Hi, my name is Alexa Capiello. I'm so excited to be here and definitely love all things Marvel, so this is going to be great. And Jeff, say hello to the people. What up? And if you guys don't know yet, I'm new here, but I'm on multiple shows through all that and some other shows, so you'll start seeing me around. I mean, the fact that you do all that right there, yeah, that's, I, we don't need any more credit. Automatically This cool. guy's the real deal. <laughs> uh, so for some of you might have seen, we did a, a quick little video last night just kind of letting people know uh, who we are and how we found the show. Uh, so if you haven't seen that and you do want to know it's a little better, you can go ahead and check it out. Uh, there's so much to talk about in this episode. The three of us watched it together. And uh, I'll, I'll, let me just say first... I needed that first commercial break, and it didn't come for like I don't know, eighteen minutes. I know. And I just, I just, I just needed to pause. I didn't want to actually stop the show because I wasn't watching it by myself. I just needed to catch my breath a little bit because there was so much happening. Uh, Alexa, what did you just overall thoughts of the beginning? We're only talking the beginning of the episode. That's fine. The that first sequence, uh, you know, all of it. Uh, what did you think as, as we were watching it? Am I on acid? <laughs> That's what I thought. Like it was, a, it was like an acid trip, and then it felt like a music video. It and I was like, who is this this new character? I mean, I did a little bit of of research, so I, yeah, I we'll knew a little bit a going bit, yeah. in. But at the same time, I was like, okay, so when are we going to see David? What's where is he? And then his reveal was was pretty cool. There was a part of me that wondered, like, oh, are we going to not see him this? Is week? he just not going to be like, in the episode? Because that would be a fascinating way to kick off the season. Are we going to not see any of our characters? The visuals, though, were yeah. stunning, and that's just, you know, the whole show is like that. So. If you didn't know from the visuals, you would have thought it was a totally different show. Yeah. Like, we talked about this before. You don't really see any of the main characters until, what, 15, 20 minutes into the yeah, show? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes into the episode, which is insane. It know? was crazy. Uh, but it was also it was also fascinating. Like, you couldn't look away. No. And one of the things that I always say about the show, it's like... Personally, I think that you know anything you watch on TV, you, you, why don't you just actually commit to it and pay attention and watch it? Uh, but if there was ever a show that you you can't you can't text while you're watching it, you can't uh, follow up any, but don't try and watch it while you do the dishes. You know you have to sit and watch this show, and even if you do, you're like, 
I still feel like I'm missing something, <laughs> you know? It's just as cerebral as Legion is as a character, you know what I mean? And so it, it's it's hard. It's hard to... It, that's why this show is so polarizing. You got people who love it and people who are like, what? I don't get it. But the people who do get it, I mean, I just... I think they're my, they're my people. I see, like them. See, I love it and I'm like, what? I don't get it. At the same time, <laughs> I'm like writing notes, trying to watch it, trying to like do this, and I'm just confused the whole time. But it's like... Once you get it, it's just great. Also, sometimes I'm like, do I actually like this? I'm not sure. You know, it's, it's Is cool. this real or is it fantasy? <laughs> yeah, which we will get to in a little bit. Uh, look, I used So I used to watch the show uh, with my wife. And it, most weeks it was, do I really like this? Am I enjoying this? I will tell you, I don't watch it with my wife anymore because she realized she, she did it. not like it. Mm. And she'd had enough. And this episode... I said this when we were talking about it before. Uh, for people that give up on the show or just don't think they're going to like it, the beginning of this episode is all of the things that you hate about this yeah. show. Uh, because it's like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Who are these people? How am I supposed to know it? It's like, we just gotta, you just got to be along for the ride. Right. And some people don't want to be along for the ride. Right. And the other thing about this show is, you know, it airs at 10 o'clock. Uh, well, Eastern, I guess... Nine central, but for the most part, it's on late. At least to me, that's late. And I'd always be—I have two kids, so I would be a little bit tired when it was on. And if you fall asleep for even a second, it's just like I was saying—you have to pay attention to the show. If you miss anything, you're like, "Well, don't you got to watch the whole stupid episode again?" <laughs> and I love this show, but it's like—it's that attention to detail that uh, I don't. I, I think you have such a strong connection to it because we were talking. There's like things that we weren't even sure had actually been established before on the show. Uh, let's talk about that moment, though, when uh, Switch is given the name Switch. Uh, so it's just easy to refer to her as Switch because they didn't really give us her name. Uh, I think they did. They, said they, they did, did, yeah. But it was, when she like yeah. sits at the table and uh, basically you know, Skypes or video chats with her, her dad while mm-hmm. they're eating breakfast. And it was, it was like, studies are good? Yeah, studies are good. All right, see you later. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we learn a lot about her, which is interesting. She talks about how her dad has a, a room of robots. And she says that sometimes she stands really still because maybe then I'll be a robot too. So I think we get a lot of insight into her. But maybe some people would see this. Let us know in the chat if you were watching this and you're like, I don't care about her. <laughs> like, where's David? And like, the way that the season two ended, it's like, I want to see that. And I think it's nice to kind of make us earn the reward of seeing where it went after that. Um, but Let's talk uh, Alexa first about when she finally gets to sit down with Lenny and sort of where things go from there. Um, well, I mean, I I was wondering actually where Lenny was and, and, and how she was helping David. And it was cool to finally see her revealed in this strange cult atmosphere. Uh, she seems to be still his, his right-hand woman um, in this whole thing. And... It was it was interesting to watch um, her interact with Switch and how she was kind of like the barrier between um, Switch finally meeting David. And, um, you know, it, it was interesting also um, seeing how David was putting out into, like, the universe, like, okay, I need a time traveler, I need a time traveler, and, and how how he, uh, you know, the little kind of puzzle pieces that he made her jump through to finally find him was 
interesting to me. Yeah, it wasn't just, uh, you know, he didn't put an ad on Craigslist. No, he you can't. Know, he was like, you, you <laughs> Looking for a time traveler. You have to prove that, you know, you're very strong of mind. And uh, what I like best about the, sort of the reveal is when she's listening to the, to the radio and it's like, if you missed it and you're any good at your ability, just go listen to it again. You know, right. and that's the first time we see her power. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about the way that we see Switch use her power, where she sort of like carves a little doorway into time thought, and space? I thought it was really cool. I felt like her powers evolved, or maybe we've seen her, we saw her powers evolve throughout the episode. Because at first we see her just like sit there, do a little, you can tell the time is changing. Yeah. And then eventually through the episode, you see her actually creating a door and then talking about what time travel is, like the different rules of time travel. And that was really cool to see because it kind of established that. There's a lot of other shows and movies that kind of go in a gray area with with time travel this was like made the rules very specific right at the jump and i think the visual of when we see her like walking down the hallway it's like do you want to go back you know five minutes ten minutes two hours and you know it's very reminiscent of a device they've done a lot on the show where we have you know a narrator kind of telling us about uh, you know all sorts of things and she's like listening to you know basically like time travel for dummies Mm -hmm. and uh, i think Uh, I think it's great. I mean, you know, all the levels of things we're talking about, how you have to pay attention to this show. Uh, There were so many subtitles in this episode that you have to read so much of the dialogue. Uh, So when we see David, uh, he's he's very mellow, you know. He's kind of Super zen, man. Yeah, he's he's very zen. Look, he's a cult leader at this point, you know. And all he asks, you know, he just wants love. He helps people. He just asks them to stick around. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's feeding them peace and love through yeah. the little mm-hmm. oxygen things or whatever they, whatever you want to call that it. That tea, whatever that tea whatever is. Whatever that tea is, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't think I would take it. No, you know, I don't and, think so. And I, you know, switch put it down. Exactly. Like, you see okay. all those people and like, oh, here's tea. Nah, I'm good, <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's like, look at everybody. Uh, yeah, and uh, the uh, there's just so many interesting characters around. I mean, we really only need to focus on Lenny and David, but there is the pregnant The pregnant virgin. woman, the, yeah, who's a virgin. And and yeah, and she asks her, and she's, she has a great line in the episode, which is, penis-free for 25 years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and it's just little funny, but so weird. So you know? weird. That's why this show is so great. And uh, I think... That seeing David, it was like one of those. It was like that moment of like, okay, finally, this is what we needed. And I was, I was definitely along for the ride. But it was so weird that when we finally got him, it's like, okay. And also, you know, if I hadn't selected it on a DVR that I know that Legion had been recorded, I think after a few minutes, I might have thought I was watching the wrong show. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> because it was just like, well, you know, this didn't didn't really feel like it. But when we finally get to meet him, we. We see just how close uh, Farouk and you know the the whole team really is to finding him, and it's s- such a graphic series of events. You know, uh, we but you got to see- wonder though. Sorry to interrupt, no, ahead, but please. like, where? Uh, how much time has elapsed since the end of season two to right. now? Um, I mean, clearly he bought this or has this house. He said he made it. So oh, he made know, the I, house. I, he's able to sort of, I think, manufacture things from his mind. You know, uh, so and is it a real house? Is it you know fantasy? <laughs> That's a whole <laughs> we'll other thing. But yeah. you know, how long have they been searching for him? Sid seems to have changed a lot. She has a stunning new tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
on the one arm it says, uh, wait, now I'm forgetting. Me first. Me first. And first. Me first. So, yeah, which I think is important, especially when you have the ability she has. You should remember me first. Right. Uh, So we we get to see Switch in action. Uh, Basically, uh, you know, I I think what David kills uh, female Carrie uh, at one point. And, uh, you know, we see just this assorted mayhem. And when David's arm gets cut off, I think that's when you're like, okay, yeah, so we're going to see her time travel in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because you, know, you can't die. You can't, not yet. And, and, and it's too early in the season. <laughs> well, you know, and it's like, are they going to give him a hook hand? No. So, uh, and, and Jamie that, Lannister gold hand. That, that was what we were talking about. And she goes back in time, and it's it's not far enough. Right. And we hear her getting the advice. It's like, you don't want to go back too many times because you'll attract the monster, which... I think in the context of the episode, it seems like she attracts Farouk, but then there's also the idea that there's something darker. Like time uh, to be demons right. that come yeah. in. And yeah, because she's warned against the demon, and I believe that is not uh, Farouk. You know, this is this is something else. Yeah, right? Farouk yeah. just caught her during her time travel because, like, he said he traced her. He said he could feel her powers and stuff. And couldn't feel David's anymore, so I think he just caught her through that and put her in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's a that's a great sequence, and it's always a reminder of how great the actor is that they uh, cast Farouk. And anybody who's seen Amal Farouk from the comics, the, you know, they did a, an amazing job in in finding someone who, they, you know, who just looks like that. Uh, so as 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 we were watching this uh, unfold, what? Uh, what were some of the questions that started to come up? Was it, you know, uh, Alexa, you mentioned that how much time has passed. Yeah. What were some of the other things that you maybe didn't feel like we got addressed uh, throughout the course of the episode? Uh, yeah, how much, I mean, most of the episode was a big question mark to me. I just didn't, I was like, okay, so how much of this is is David's mind? How much of this is is reality? Uh, who is Switch? Where did she come from? Why is David looking for a time traveler? There's so many questions. This whole episode was one big question, but it seems like, to me, the reason why David wants to go back in time, and he even says this in the episode, was not, not to repair his relationship with Sid because he I think he realizes that that's moot at this point Um, not entirely but I think the greater question on his end is who who are my parents where did I come from so I think that's what he's going to use it for yeah and and Switch even sounds disappointed when Mm -hmm. she's like it's a girl thing it's a girl really Really? and and I think he's got the great observation of just you know it's not going to work it's not going to be that that the the problem is, is bigger and, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of theories. Uh, Jeff, what do you think he might want a time traveler for? Have you given it much thought? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, I first thought it was for to see his dad, but then we see that in the trailer. Right. Uh, at some point he's yeah. going to see, we know he's yeah. going to see Professor yeah. X and at then some point. I think, right now, I think it's evolving. Because if he says at first he wanted to just change the things he did in the past. But then he's like, no, I thought about that first. Now it's changing. So I think it's, it's still evolving. But I... I can't, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know where he where his mind's at because I thought it was for um, trying to change the past, but then also that would change all his his events. So I'm not really sure where he's going with that. 
Yeah, I mean, when you, you deal with uh, time travel, there's uh, so many concerns about uh, paradoxes and things like that, although uh, Avengers Endgame proves that there's one theory, which is just, yeah, you can do whatever you want, and everybody's <laughs> going to be fine. You know, I mean, Nebula can shoot the past version of herself and not die, which I was just like, well, I really thought that was time travel 101. Don't kill the younger version of yourself. <laughs> So, again, I don't know. But, uh, you don't know so, time travel? Come on. <laughs> well, we'll talk time travel in a few moments. But uh, I think, if anything, uh, just as a guest, he would want to time travel to the point last season before Farouk uh, is uh, reinserted into his body. Because that was the point where if you had killed his body and destroyed his body then he would still be floating around. Yes, he could still possess people, but he's at his most powerful when he's actually in his body. So uh, none of these things could be right. It'll be, uh, it'll be really interesting to see what it is that uh, David wants to do. And that's another thing. Before. If you go back in time and change things uh, in the past, does that mean that everything in the future has changed? And I mean, yeah. even with him as David, uh, you know, having all these powers, well, yeah, I mean, is, just, he, is he going to be aware of his past right, self? Right. Well, as or? being the one who did the changing, you might actually be the one person who knows the difference. Right. You know? They have to set up the rules here at least a right. little bit. Well, yeah, they'll have, to, they'll have to give us what the, what the rules are. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about beforehand uh, Alexa, you actually asked, like, can't David time travel? Mm -hmm. And this iteration of David does not seem to be able to time travel himself. And if he can, he doesn't know. I feel like this David still has powers that he doesn't realize. Right. Uh, I think he's so much further along and more self-assured than he was in season one. And he's you know, perfectly on display in this episode, just the kind of control he has of his abilities. But I think there's still so much more that he doesn't realize he has. And uh, it's evidenced in, the comic book version has thousands of different distinct personalities with different powers and he has such he, great hair he has too. amazing hair and we're <laughs> starting to get his hair to stick up Finally. a little bit and I was just like man we, I just want it to be so big uh, Ryan in the booth uh, if you could find if you could do an image search for uh, David Holler New Mutants number 25 and do it as an image uh, you it. will see uh, because we want to share with people who maybe don't know what David's hair looks like in the comic book uh, an amazing like he stuck his finger in an electrical yeah, socket amazing just... uh, artistic rendition by uh, the artist uh, Bill Sankiewicz and uh, I think that uh, so in the comic books uh, at one point he travels back in time because he wants to help out his father so he wants to go back in time and kill Magneto and uh, accidentally kills his father Professor Xavier whoops creates an entire alternate reality uh, that is known as the Age of Apocalypse uh, which uh, had to being done. So, yeah, you got to be careful when you time travel. That's the point. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know that in the comics, David is able to uh, time travel. But uh, any, in any case, uh, so we the second part of the episode, we kind of flip and we get to see Farouk, who is now letting people know that he's got a time travel. And he has that conversation with Sid. And the thing that he was most fascinated about Jeff, when he talks to Switch, is this idea that she actually saw them find him and succeed in seeing Sid kill him. So he's like, oh my god, so you've seen this? So it's, it's possible, you know? And do you think that that in any way ties into him saying that she she should stay behind? Oh, 100%. That's, I wrote that down right when he said that you should stay behind. I knew that was that was a key moment 
So I think he's trying to change the future or trying to play with it at least just to change it because he knows he's dealing with the time traveler. So he has to play by different rules, try different things. And obviously that didn't work. But yeah, so I I 100% that's correlated. And I think that that's going to be something throughout the series, trying to find different ways to outsmart a time traveler. And that was just one of them. Yeah, no, no. I think uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be a major part of uh, really everything uh, that we see, um, and you know we get to we get to see uh, Carrie and Carrie. Uh, we get the uh, interesting robot version of uh, autonomy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, if if you're uh, looking on YouTube either right now or in a moment, you'll get a, a pretty good side by side comparison mm-hmm. of. David Holler with the you know just straight up crazy it, it's black but it, it looks blue uh, just his hair just goes straight up and uh, you know maybe before the maybe we'll do an after show where we all uh, we all go out and we all get David haircuts uh, so stay I'm gonna need some hair for that part <laughs> well it's alright we can get, we can get it's fine we, we, we are we in Hollywood extensions. I feel like yeah, we can make it happen we can get somebody there uh, so uh, what were uh, let me instead of just uh, kind of going through the episode, uh, let me ask each of you. Uh, let, uh, let me ask you first, Alexa. What are just some of the the visuals or just moments that really stand out for you in the course of of you know this? What I guess it was like fifty minutes of of, of television. Visuals of this. Well, I mean, in terms of disturbing images, I what was that pig? Where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, I I know you mentioned you know. Um, uh, coming from, uh, God, I forget the name of the band. Is it Pink Floyd? Well, yeah. There's a there's a weird, yeah there's a there's a Pink Floyd connection of just that was something they would have at concerts as a as a pig floating over the audience. Interesting. And, and Sid's name, Sid Barrett. Yeah, is, of, of course, course a member from of Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. And I'm just like, all right, no Holly, we get it. You're a fan. <laughs> uh, but uh, where did this pig come yeah. from? Why is it huge? And why did it start squealing? It started squealing. And yeah. it, that was really disturbing for me. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I never had um, a reaction to pigs like that before, other than watching Babe a long time ago as a child. Yes. No. Exactly. <laughs> and being very disturbed by that film, well, but the, you know, this is this is a great transition into our uh, our special segment. Uh, is this a real is life? The real or is this just fantasy? Uh, yes. We're caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. So that is your example, which is the pig. And yes, why is he squealing? You know, what's wrong? Why is you he know? so huge? And yeah. were they were they worshiping him? I didn't even. I just was focused so much on the pig that I didn't even see the other people in the room that seemed to be probably worshiping. Yeah, him. in all honesty, if I was in a room and there was a giant pig <laughs> off to the side, I don't bacon, I, I, bacon. Well, all right, now you're really talking. And you know, poor belly. Right, you know, right, I mean, right. Really, we could really pluck chops. I mean, just Ooh. think of how delicious that pig would be. I'm just thinking of where the next restaurant is closest to the place. <laughs> uh, what, uh, uh, what was your uh, example for is this the real life or is this just fantasy? It is when we see Switch is going through the tunnel and that is she's going through a corporate building. She's going above the, the streets of some downtown area. There's so many different places that tunnel's taken her. I didn't know if that was reality or just a del- um, illusion that David's making. So that would be my like standout moment. Was it reality or was it fantasy? 
Yeah, and for me, the case could be made that the majority or all of the first 20 minutes isn't real. Is the house real? Uh, you know, is, is it an actual, are those people actually there? Is it a physical building as it looks like? The way it disappears at the end of the episode, you feel like it is at least, at least the outside structure is real. But the one moment that I was like, oh, is this real, is when she basically goes into that dry cleaners and she has to answer the series of questions. And when she doesn't have the answer to the pregnant woman's name, you know, it, was it find the orange fish? And mm-hmm. oh my was God, it's a salmon. salmon. Salmon, yeah. So she's smarter than I am because I would I, I would have gone home. And yeah. Like, oh, I'll catch man. you tomorrow. I mean, it's like, oh man, I've got my time travel powers, but I, <laughs> I would not win on Jeopardy. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and let us know in the chat whether you're watching live or if this is if you're some uh, someone checking out the archive version of the show what what was the moment for you that you were like wait is this real is this happening or this has to definitely be fake yes exactly cardinal landslide yeah no escape from reality thank you yeah um and you know with with that being uh, the the sound effect for our special segment you wonder if we should actually do this show uh, driving around in AMC Pacer like the gang in Wayne's World from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and we'll just drive around talking about Legion. Look, I'm down. I'm yeah, just putting I'm it out so there. I'm so down, too. Right? Uh, so uh, a couple other things that are uh, very much worth uh, talking about uh, from the course of the episode is uh, we, we really... This idea that... David has a time traveler uh, does not sit well with uh, Clark uh, who you know has his own reasons to find David as we remember uh, and you know the his partner asked the question like why don't why don't we have one you know and uh, it, it's a great question because of the fact that you know as strong as uh, you know a, a, I guess a telepath is the best way to describe Farouk that's not something he he can do you mm-hmm. know and David is so much more powerful than he is, uh, and arguably he's got more raw ability than you know any telepath, whether it be Jean Grey or even Professor Xavier. It's just I think a lot of them are much more focused than he is, you know. So they're able to hone their abilities better than him. Well, uh, that, and I, I believe that he actually does have all all the mental illnesses that they talked yeah. about. So that gives him a, well, a great. We had, dis- we, Disadvantage. Yeah, we had that great episode last season where we saw all the different personalities, and that was actually one of the things I wanted to make sure we didn't skip entirely. When Switch goes back the first time, there's Scottish David talking right. to regular David. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And the first time she isn't in that room with him. Yep. So that lends itself to the theory that what's in there is actually not real. Because there's two Davids, and that's sort of like a figment of not his imagination, but it's another part of his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think that means, uh, Alexa? What the, the you, like the fact that we see the other David? Do, do you think does that tell you that? Well, oh, you, maybe none of it's reality. We were just, I mean, we were discussing, you know, David in the comics versus this David in um, in the show, and how his powers are the same but different in the show um how he he basically would you know take over or kill other people and then they would you know become part of his personality and he would um see them i mean how like it's so hard to describe his powers in the comics because he has so many i know because but as the, the time one, goes on he ends up with thousands of voices yeah. but 
personalities that also have powers at the same time, right? Yes. And so... Right, and if one of those personalities isn't dominant, he doesn't have that ability, which I think is the most fascinating thing about the comic book version of the character. Uh, This David seems to be able to access any of the abilities that he has. Uh, if if David in the comics is fighting back and trying to remain dominant, well, it's like, well, then you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, you know you're not gonna be able to make fire, for example. So uh, I thought it was a fast. possibility when I was watching it. I thought it was a possibility of them tapping into the comic version of him and 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 making that become a little bit more of a reality. But that was my take. I yeah. When I well, s- yeah, no. go ahead. I was gonna. Ask I was gonna you. say when I saw it, I thought two different things that. That room and just the whole house is always changing because he can change it however he wants. And then also that he's still, I wouldn't say sick, but he still hasn't made his his decision on what the real purpose is because you never know which David is controlling it. So which David has a, what what purpose is each David's reason to do this? But also, sorry, in season two, uh, you know, at the very end when he was uh, discussing, like, do I deserve love, all that, that scene when he was in his room, he saw two other Davids there Neither of them were Scottish, but they were still Davids. And they almost seemed like uh, angel and devil versions of himself talking to him. So I don't know where the Scottish part came from. Maybe it was just an added weirdness. (laughs) As we know, Noah Noah Hawley Hawley likes being weird. Maybe it's from a reality where David becomes Scrooge McDuck. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. It could be anything. It could literally be anything. It's true. I could see him swimming around the money bin. Uh, it's not directly tied into what we were talking about, but uh, there's a great moment uh, that the show always manages to find a way to inject humor when you don't expect it. And mm-hmm. I think that you know there was a lot in, in the course of, especially the beginning of the episode. But when uh, Lenny is first talking to Switch, oh yeah, that was and great. she uh, oh Switch is that uh, Switch hitter, and she's like I like boys, and she just has and Lenny just has the great reaction of why, <laughs> and I just thought like you know, and Lenny doesn't have that much to do in this episode, no. but one. She has an amazing outfit. Mm-hmm. I hope that we get to see it again. And two, uh, she just gets to be so funny, you know, in, in the, I don't know, I mean, maybe she has like three minutes of screen time. I don't even think she does. I yeah. just think it's great. I always thought it was great that her character was originally supposed to be a man. And, right, yeah, Lenny, yeah. And uh, she, you know, she got cast. Uh, Noah just loved her, and so they cast her. And and she specifically requested that they don't change really anything about the character. Uh, you know, the, all the the male-infused things that uh, she would say just are kept there. And I think that that's so cool and so great that she yeah, I, wanted that. I think you know? she honestly, like, not only did she steal that scene, obviously, it was about her, but, like, that was one of the most, the biggest parts of this, of this episode, just because of how she's funny, and it was out of nowhere, and then what she was wearing is very memorable for the whole episode. Yeah, uh, I, uh, you know, one of the things that Farouk asks Switch is, why are you helping him? That's exactly what, what I wanted to talk right, about. Is what, what, what he, and he asks, what do you want from him? Maybe we can come to an arrangement. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking a few minutes ago about how we don't know what he wants. We also don't know why she wants to help him. Uh, like, who knows why she walks into the room. But also, once she sees what happens to him, I, I think that there's a sense of, like, this is, it's right to help this guy. You know, this, this like, army comes in. But and, why, and like, though? Because I don't really feel like he had too much of a, a connection with well, her. She, she might just be 
like like you said, just you see someone die, like oh maybe I should help him at least figure out why this is happening. Right, give, give him the chance. I want under, I want him to explain to me why this is happening. Uh, so it's interesting you say that, Alexa, because I do think that they connect really well in that moment of something that I mentioned earlier. It, it's sort of that that weird scene where he's like, "How are you?" and she says, "Okay." how are you? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he keeps asking her and then finally she says the thing about how my dad collects robots and I'll go in there and I'll I'll stand and feel like maybe I'm a robot too. So I think in that moment he really does connect with her. You do? And, uh, yeah. I just I, feel like it also, wasn't enough for Right, me but to... also remember that he is such a powerful mind. Like he's got, he's, it's an, it, there's also, you know, an empath of quality to what he can do. So I think just sort of being in his mind, having that conversation with him, I, I think it, it's easy to feel a connection to somebody that you, yes, only spoke to for a couple minutes, and during those minutes, you still get murdered. Also, so you think oh. he has he's controlling her? A no, little bit. I actually don't think it's that. I think just the connection was strong. I don't think he's trying to make her do anything. Uh, although you want to talk about another great line, which is, "What about trust?" He's like, "Yeah, I tried that. It's better to just read people's minds." Exactly. What were we going to say, Jeff? I was going to say that she's. From the beginning, we know that her father um, makes robots. So when she dips right out of the, um, what is it called? The zone? Astral plane? Astral, astral plane. plane, yeah. When she dips right out of the astral plane, she says, and you're a robot, and just falls back. So I'm maybe maybe yeah. that's another thing. It's like, why would I trust you? You're a robot. I know what robots do. And I think that might come into play later later in the show because they're obviously they're making more robots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's really what it is. David's a man. You're a robot. Uh, in, a, in a moment, we'll uh, take a look at uh, what some of the questions and comments are from the chat. So uh, please keep those coming. And if you're watching the archive, as I said, please make sure to uh, leave your comments and we'll try and get to them in a future episode. Uh, one of the fun things that we were talking about that I thought would be great for a top three here, uh, we get to meet Switch. Turns out that she's a time traveler. So uh, I thought each of us we would create a top three of the best time travelers. Uh, Jeff, I will let you go first. Uh, uh, who would you say is the best time traveler? I'm going to go with number one. I'm going to go with The Flash. Best time traveler. Okay, now which iteration of The Flash are we talking about? I'm going Grant Gustin, TV show Flash. Okay, because movie Flash doesn't really get to do a lot of time traveling. Yeah. He time travels into Batman Superman from a movie that never actually got made. He's supposed to be traveling from Justice League 2. So See, it's really confusing. That's what you think, though. In his timeline, it did happen. Well, and his, then he it just, did. It's just we never got to see exactly. it. Exactly. So that's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, and uh, Alexa, our, our number two choice, who, of course, is it's your number one, but who's the, the number two? This is where, the way the voting works here. Who is the number two time traveler? you got to come back with me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Doc Brown? <laughs> no. Marty! Marty! It's your kids, Marty! Yeah. No, uh, Marty. So Marty McFly. Marty is my favorite. Now, which Marty McFly? In Back to the Future 2, Marty McFly is up in the rafters while Marty McFly is playing on stage. Gosh, you it's know. It's a very meta moment. It's very meta. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Back to the Future 2. I, I, I love how they incorporated the first movie and, and you know, he was meddling in it. Well, it's I, a lot easier to do now. The fact that they did it in 1980 is really impressive. Exactly. They inserted him into the footage. It's very, it seems like it's almost like too easy to do now. I agree. Uh, and then for me, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I wouldn't be a nerd if I uh, didn't give represent- representation to the Doctor, aka Doctor Who. Uh, that's not really 
his slash her name. But the doctor, I think, is the number one time traveler. It's hard to really debate. But who do you think? I want to give an honorable mention to Bill and Ted, by the way. Because oh, yeah. they're, they're like my favorite time travelers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're, we're getting a new movie yeah. with them in it. Can so. we say the Avengers are the worst time travelers? <sighs> they didn't do a great job. Yeah. The because Avengers, they yeah. made rules and then just said and just bro- well, and, more and, rules. And Cap literally broke all the rules. <laughs> and then it's like there's like five Caps, you know, one old, one's at the wedding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's uh, our thoughts. Let us know who are your favorite time travelers. It is maybe by the end of the season, maybe Switch is going to be one of my favorite time travelers. We don't know, but we can uh, we can always uh, revisit all that. You know what? And uh, Fandom D Saint actually mentions Bill and Ted. So clearly, nice. I was uh, I was on the uh, I was I was on I the right track about with them. that. Uh, you should never forget I know, that. Never Wild forget Stallions, that. come on. Uh, so, let's see. Oh, yeah, Phantom Dean Saint also has a great uh, quote that I actually forgot. Uh, Shadow King mentions that he met a time traveler before, Geraldine, and I wonder, are all women time travelers? I know, I was offended. That, well, yeah, but that's such a fascinating <laughs> observation. Because, I mean, all, all time travelers are not women. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, my example of Doctor Who is it's a woman now, so maybe Farouk's onto something. Uh, and then in the booth, we get an honorable mention uh, from Ryan, uh, Bruce Willis and Looper, which I thought was actually a Who's great Who's also movie. technically Joseph Gordon-Levitt yes. as well. And also, he's uh, Bruce Willis is also a time traveler in Twelve Monkeys, the movie version. So uh, here, here. maybe Bruce, Bruce Willis is a real time traveler. Maybe just something to look into. I'm just putting it out there. I don't have the answers. <laughs> look, if the Simpsons made it, then it's facts. So if he did, if they didn't do it, then it's not facts. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Uh, so there. So first of all, we have a very very active chat right now, and we appreciate uh, oh, everybody, yeah. everybody in there. So. Please uh, make sure that you're back uh, next week for episode two, and uh, our uh, our fourth co-host will be here, uh, Alana Jordan. But I actually won't be here. I'll be on vacation with my family. But I'll be back uh. after that. I'll be back every week, uh, basically, except for uh, for episode two. But uh, this is great to talk to. It was great to get to know both of you uh, and uh, the you audience too. as well. Yeah. yeah. So this this was it was it was a it was a real experience to watch that episode together. Totally. And this is a lot of fun to talk about it. Uh, but, uh, but until next week, Alexa, where do people find you? Oh, uh, Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Alexa Cappy. C-A-P-P-Y. Right. I didn't mean where do they literally find you. I'm mean, So I'm <laughs> glad you realized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't. We didn't want. We didn't want your zip code. Uh, where do people find you? So not Santa Monica. I shouldn't not, say that. Well, you could say uh, that. I don't think not, anybody's gonna. Not. Hey, is he here? Where is he? Okay. You never. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you, you guys can find me at all that after show. Euphoria after show, Legion after show, and then Swamp Things. I'm doing all the after shows. And if you want to find me on social media, at Jeff Will underscore Junior. At Jeff Will underscore Junior. Well, at least you kept it simple. Uh, (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And if you're here, you probably like Marvel. Well, good, because I'm probably your guy. Sundays at 9 Pacific, Marvel TV Weekly. Thursdays at 1 Pacific over on the Popcorn Talk Network, Marvel Movie News. And the Jessica Jones After Show. We'll be uh, winding that down on Thursday and Friday this week. And sometimes, like this week, I was a guest on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. After Show. So 
Look for me. You'll find me. And again, we appreciate everybody who was in the chat. We will see you next week. Uh, Have a good one, everyone. See you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.